Hey everyone, I hope you're having an excellent day. Today we're going to kind of dive a little deeper into some comments that I made yesterday around ethics and leadership because the ethics kind of feed the integrity. So I'm going to we're going to kind of dive a little deeper in. I had a few questions related to that, even some questions for myself related to some of the comments I made. So I've been thinking about it for the last couple of days. I hope this helps you add a little bit more clarity because the world of ethics can get a little gray no matter how black and white you try and make it. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. Okay, so this is a tough topic. I I gotta say I didn't didn't really it it kind of affected me what I talked about a couple of days ago. I was just kind of thinking more and more about it, and I was like, well, if you make some assumptions based on what I said, maybe it could be misinterpreted, or maybe maybe you know some things could be oversimplified. And and ethics, I don't actually think it's as simple as people think. So I'm gonna give you some scenarios that I have personally combated with uh, in my whole career. So here's number one. And these 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 are simple to some people, but you've got to kind of battle all of them. So number one is using your work cell phone for personal use or the opposite, using your personal cell phone for work use, for example. And this isn't, this isn't just uh, talking on the phone, it's checking email. Um, replacing your phone, doing whatever it is around that line. That is not a black and white situation. Here's another one, office supplies. Using them, using your home office supplies at work, using your office, your work office supplies at home, ver- vice versa. Printing documents at work, printing documents for work at home. Both of these happen all the time in organizations. Um, some basic office uh i don't know like all of those all of those kind of areas are very gray people can say they're black and white but i i still think they're quite gray because i originally thought they were black and white and what created that was i filled out a i applied to be in the police when i was like 20 21 years old and when i applied i wrote absolutely everything down maybe it was 22 anyways i wrote everything down and it was it was it made me think a lot about all the little things you do in your life. And I've seen people make those grays even more gray. Like they'll just go further and further claiming mileage. For example, do you, do you claim miles for only work related? Or I've, I've seen some people are like, well, that's kind of work related or I make sure I do a little bit of work so I can claim miles on that. Especially gets even more complicated when you have your own business. Um, Another one on that example is eating out. Do you take somebody out to dinner? Do you pay for it personally or do you pay for it as an organization? I met somebody who told me that they pay for everything personally. And, you know, they were making a quarter of a million dollars a year. So I was like, well, I guess they could pay for everything personally. But for me, if I do a meeting or I meet somebody that relates directly to work or recruiting or anything to do with work, I get, I pay for it for work because why would I cover that? However, if I'm traveling from point A to B and I got to drive, I will pay for it in person because I would have to eat that meal anyways. But if I'm taking somebody out 
and there's some value to the organization I'm working for, I pay for it for work. So, so all of these are, I don't think they're as gray as they, they need to be, but some there's no way to make them black and white. For example, you know, if you're printing something at home and you print something at work or you, I, I, I used to be told, oh, if you're printing a personal thing at work, you're breaching the ethics. However, I, I remember I was on a trip one time. I was actually on vacation and I had a financial person ask me to do a bunch of work. I printed like 70 pages of documents at home and I didn't claim the ink or anything. And then I had about 50 pages to print another time and I printed them at work. And I was like, well, somewhere in the flush, it's still, still close to equal. So I'm kind of keeping track, but I'm not over overdoing it. All of these issues, I think they're really important, even though you can beat yourself up over them. Okay, here's another one. If you're going on a trip and you bring your spouse on a trip, uh, obviously the spouse would pay for their own flight, but can you get a double room instead of a single room, like a double bed instead of a single bed or something like that? Who pays for that? All of those things, like it's just not as simple as you think. And to be completely honest, I've wrestled with every single one of them because I want to make sure that I hold to my integrity and I want to make sure that I'm asking other people to do the same thing that I would do. In all of these situations, uh, in many cases where I found it too great, I just run it by my boss. I'll just say, you know what? Here's what I'm doing. What do you think? Um, oh, another one. Taking a master's, like when I was doing the master's program in leadership, how much time at work could I do doing my master's? And and I've seen people in lower level positions basically dedicate two to three days, full-time days to their week, especially at a university, to their to doing their master's, and then they get their master's and they leave. So the organization not only paid for the education, it also paid for all the time that they spent on it. They never did it at home. I never did that. I always did all my hours at work, and then I'd do my master's uh, at different times. But maybe that's not fair. So anyone who, again, anyone who thinks this is clear, it's not. It's just not. So what, um, in the previous episode, I said, you know, I'm very thankful that I haven't made, in during my tenure in senior leadership, I haven't made any significant ethical decisions that have compromised my ability to uphold my integrity. And I also said that integrity, I used to think integrity is was all about ethics, but I've kind of revamped it the more I studied integrity. Integrity is your ability to say what you do and do what you say. It is ethics is it directly affects your ability to have integrity. So here's the example and here's how I see them completely divided. If you do things that you can't tell people about, then you're breaching your integrity. Even though what how you breached it was through your ethics. So, for example, let's say I, uh, let's say somebody claims a thousand kilometers on their expense claim that they never drove for their work. Let's say somebody does that. They can't actually disclose that information to somebody without getting in trouble. So now they have to withhold that information. So now they're not doing what they say and saying what they do. The the line isn't breached through integrity, it's breached through the compromise of their ethics. Those two, I think, are quite different. Now, if you print 
like the scenario I told you, I printed, you know, 50 pages at work and I printed, I think, 70 pages at home. That one I could tell my boss and say, you know, here's what I did. And if they say, well, I don't think that's right, or maybe they'll say, I think you should, uh, we'll, our organization should pay for your toner. Whatever they say, you could still disclose it. So you're not withholding your integrity. You're not compromising your integrity. But do you see the difference? Like integrity is a compromise because you can't say what you did because you've breached your ethics. If you do something really bad in your job, you can't tell people and therefore you, you lose your ability to uphold your integrity. And now this is where it all kind of comes in is when I said that I haven't done anything in my, in my leadership career that has compromised my integrity, what I'm talking about is I haven't done anything that would be a breach that I wouldn't tell anybody about. And, and I think that's kind of the line that I'm starting to realize is probably the only line without losing your sanity. When you think through all these topics, you can easily lose your sanity. So if you go and say, let's say you took two pens home and somebody called you out and is like, you took two pens home. And I'll be like, well, look at my pen drawer. And there's like six pens from home that are here. Or you take a, in the old days, you'd have, I can't believe that's the old days, but you'd have a USB with, with data on it and you'd take it home and empty it. And then you'd take a different one back to work or all those things are kind of moving back and forth. Are you really stealing it? No. Could you tell somebody about it? without any issue? Yes. So therefore, you're not breaching your integrity. And if someone was like, I'm really upset you took my USB and returned it with yours, well, then you can correct it. But if you go and claim mileage that you didn't drive, and you told somebody, uh, you'd get in trouble for it. And that's the line that I'm talking about. And that's the line that if you cross that line, you start breaching your you start putting yourself in a position where you can't say what you're doing. It's that line. That's that's the only way I've added clarity to all of the insanity that comes around ethics. When you work at home, you work on trips, you work on holidays, you work everywhere. You, and then, you know, let's say you go home uh, an hour early. Are you breaching your integrity when you spent six hours on a vacation? Like when I started, I used to always do that. I used to freak out because I'd be like, oh, I got to put in my exact hours. Meanwhile, I wasn't counting all the nights I was working or, or I remember one trip I had a, the, a director of finance completely change the budget model two days before the budget was due. And I was on holidays. So I'd submitted my budget. I was good. And then they changed the whole format. So I legit stayed up for 48 hours straight, got it done in time. And then I got back to work and I was nervous about leaving early a couple of times when I burned two full days as in four work days of hours fixing something. Do you see what I'm saying? So you could justify going home early. You're not, you're not skipping out. You're not doing anything. You're not taking from the organization. The organization took from you. You're balancing it out. It's that balance. That's where your integrity becomes uh, more clear. I know this is not an easy topic. I also know if you're anything like me, you wrestle with it a lot because you want to hold your head up in your work, in your personal life, and in everything. I also know that none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. But for me, this was the best way to draw a line in the sand. The best way to kind of say, okay, here's where, here's where it's gray and it's okay, but here's where you start to breach your integrity. And I hope this serves you I hope this gives you some clarity as you 
go on your journey as a leader and as an example for your community. Um, I know it definitely has helped me. And if you have a different idea or a different way to measure it, please reach out and let me know. I'd love to hear it. And maybe we can talk about it on this on this Leading Lightly podcast. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from Leading Lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com. 